All right. How are we doing tonight? <laughs> Good. How are you, Clayton? Oh, I'm busy just finishing up something right before the show, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Good. Jamming out to the intro. You know how it goes. So I saw that envelope on there. Did you get drawn or didn't you? I did not. Nope. I did yeah. not get drawn. I, you know, and I went for basically way over. The only units that were open are way over west, over by Bowman in that country. And mm-hmm. uh, put in for Scott's units, I figured. then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I don't think I know anybody who got drawn, so. Yeah, I imagine. Well, with just those few units open, who I don't even—I didn't look to see how many. Uh, there were. I think there was like thirteen thousand applicants. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I think somebody sent me that actually. And I was like, wow. Yeah, that ain't gonna work, is it? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. So yeah, all right, let's get it going, huh? Yeah, why don't you hit that Second Amendment? Uh, Oh, heck, I don't even know what it is. I'll just go with it. Uh, Well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. I got a frog in my throat here. I will say, what the heck's going on? There, I don't know. This Coors Light's not doing its job. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Uh, I'm not ignoring you here. I, I had to change there. Now everything is kosher. Everything's right up there on the top. All righty. All righty. So let's let's get. Uh, I didn't do the poll last week, and because okay. we had we had a poor showing there the week before. So I did the, the reason I did this poll because a buddy of mine I did some work to his AR-15. <laughs> he came over and I saw that the bipod is folded backwards, and I'm like, no, that's mm-hmm. not how you do a bipod. So <laughs> I figured we we're gonna do a poll on that, and we did. Um, the correct way to fold down rifle bipod legs. Uh, I had three three options, forward, back, or anti-bipod. We'll go backwards this time with the lowest. Anti-bipod, we had one vote. One person was anti-bipod. Really? Anti-bipod. Yeah, yeah. If my dad had a computer, it would have been two votes because he's not really <laughs> <a fan. laughs> And back, we had, two, we had uh, two votes. There. Look at there. Oh. I- with the magic boom, I put it up. There you go. You had 46 total, so we had three votes. So the rest of the votes forward, which is the way you do fold bipod legs. I'm talking like a Harris or something, too. Not one of these fancy ones like Dave uses in that F class stuff. I don't know right, which way right. fold. But forward, 43 votes at 93%. Actually, just domination. So, so you're, you, not- you're putting your bipod backwards. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> now I use a Versapod on. I've got some Harris bipods, but I do use a Versapod mainly because I could mm-hmm. buy the three levels that they got, mm-hmm. and then just buy the adapter and put on every gun. I didn't have to buy a bipod for every single gun. Mm-hmm. I can tell you on the great big long one, I usually fold them forward, but you can fold them either way on those particular ones. I, I kind of like them. I don't even know if they make them anymore, but um, I didn't like them on the, the great big tall one. Mm-hmm. The reason I'd fold that down is because I didn't want it to be sticking way above. I mean, you'd have another six, seven inches above the barrel. I was like, well, I don't want that. Everything will see me walking in there. So, yeah, even in there long like that, I put them forward. But I can tell you now, I, I've really gotten where I enjoy my shooting sticks. I don't really use my bipods as much, especially when I'm out coyote hunting. I, I've really got to like the, the shooting yeah, sticks. Yeah, well, something like that. I mean, you got to, yeah, I mean bipods for coyote hunting unless you get them big daddy long legs ones yeah and guys i don't know what to tell you but again this it has to it's got to be something with restream because the uh the chat overlay is not working if, if jamie wants to try it on his end go for it but Dude. eric oh man here. here we go yeah i got him right here hey, hold yep, on there. here let me let me get to everybody's here i apologize good evening eric 
Trampus Brenner, good evening to you. Uh, Kevin Gillis, thanks, Kevin. Kevin's on. Yeah, I mean, all you guys are here pretty much every week. One shot, Cap, good evening to you. You're a Patriot yourself. Evening 2A friends, Doug Thompson, good evening. Dan Brown, evening hey, to Dan. you from the Western Edge. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> Brian Warner, good evening, fellow MBE. Same to you. <laughs> Eric Newman, he got turned down for a go today. Oh, he said his dad got drawn this year in oh, South good, Dakota. Good, good, yeah. And Cheap Beer, he said that Cheap Beer will do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the Coors Light comment from earlier. Yeah. Oh, he's got Eric's got it right here, like on a Harris. If you put them on backwards, they collapse if you lean into it when you shoot. They do. So. Yep, absolutely, they do. Um. I was going to mention, hey, Tramp, it was good to have you on. I'll see you tomorrow. Um, I don't know when you're heading up there, but uh, we got the Grant County Fair coming up here this weekend. Of course, the Farm Bureau sets up a booth. And then, of course, we're going to be having a little gun 701 gear up there. Clay's so got, got his nice new Farm Bureau shirt on. Oh, yeah, look at that. Freshly off the, off down here in the sweatshop. <laughs> so, yeah, looks pretty good. <laughs> I like that actually nicer than the ones that they're ever offering on the website so. yeah well you said it's kind of that softer cotton i like that yeah, i gotta think i'm gonna have to have you, uh, you and danelle get you guys a, a uh, texas roadhouse card and get me a little something there, a <laughs> there we go mate fire up the sweatshop yeah. <laughs> all right clay let's hit on our first topic here shall we? you want to lead this one off go yeah, i'm gonna let you lead that and i'm gonna grab my paperwork Okay, sounds good. So we got, um, of course, the elections coming up next year. We got one this fall here, too, in November, you know, other elections and state elections. And uh, <clears throat> Ohio Democrats are mounting a full-scale push to make gun control a top issue for voters next year, blaming the state's, quote, liberalized gun laws and an increase for the increase in crime in cities like Cleveland and Columbus while downplaying the damage done by their own soft on crime policies and practices, which they do. They always get these these uh, city prosecutors and what, any prosecutor they can get in there. I just let these guys off and unless they see you at a Trump cap and then you get thrown in jail and they never tell you when you're getting out. But. <laughs> so here's what they're using clay for, for their justification of saying this. There was a, a USA today um, poll. And according to the results of this, of this USA today poll, they took a USA today Suffolk poll is what it's called, I guess. I don't know what Suffolk is, but I have no clue. I just, I'm, I'm reading that. Too. Yeah. Um, according to this poll, the Democrats are saying the results of this um, broad swaths of the electorate uh, in, in Ohio is in favor of, quote, universal background checks <laughs> requiring training in order to receive a concealed carry license. Um, those are big majorities, I guess. Uh, smaller minor majorities were in favor of red flag laws because those mm. have proven to work, right? All this stuff. Oh, oh yeah. and of course, Clayton, our favorite. Uh, ban on uh, assault weapons and large capacity magazines. That's always their go-to. To, always. Yeah. <laughs> and according to House Minority Leader Allison Russo, Democrat, Upper Arlington, the numbers don't lie, Clay. The numbers don't lie. Mm. Democrats said the Suffolk University USA Today Network Ohio Bureau poll taken July 9th through the 12th is proof that Ohioans on common sense, common sense, Clay. It's just common sense, just man. Common sense. Common right? sense gun reforms. The poll also found 92% of Ohioans support mandatory background checks for firearm purchase. 88% hmm. wanted, okay, here's what we're saying, training for concealed carry. And, of course, Clay, 75%. You got to lock them things up when you store them. <laughs> even in, even in Whalen, I see Whalen today picked up uh, some more. 
can koozies here. All right. Right here, just like this one. Oh, was, yeah. White oh. North Country Designs made that. Nice job again. Thank you very much. Oh, they're you. awesome. Yep. And, By the way, uh, you sending some of them down for the weekend? Yeah, I did. I did. Right, I got them. Good. I got them in your care package. Awesome. In my care package. <laughs> We're gonna have, got, guys. If, if you're at the at the Grant County Fair, I'm telling you, come on down. Uh, stop by the the Farm Bureau booth, and I'll actually have some guns and seven one gear there. If I don't have your size, I can definitely make that t-shirt and have it for you right directly. I'm but. sending down that uh, banner too. You can get that yep. baby up there. Yeah, that's uh, heading over to Gene <laughs> Cox. He's uh, that's the be hanging yeah. up at the new gun show coming up in September, September 9th, guys. September 9th and 10th. Where's that gonna be? It's gonna be at the uh, I, I think they call it the how or the hair, I can't even remember. Uh, it's Bank, what was that time? Yeah, when we we had one down there one time, right there on Main Street down in Mulbridge, I think, mm-hmm. and uh, I think it was like Hair Shaw or uh, I thought it was at the golf course or something when I was there. Uh, we had it out the moose. Or was it the moose? Yeah, I think it was right club. by the river, the one I went to. You guys had the little ram steel targets there, and I got that one was in. the at the moose. That was the moose club. Okay, yeah, just outside of town. That was a great place too. We the just bull moose party. The bull moose party. <laughs> <laughs> right, Clay. Anyway, yeah, we'll be downtown Mole Bridge, right there on Main Street. You can't miss it. It's basically their civic center down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, they used to play all kinds of games and things there. So awesome. Yeah. All right. Okay, so Clay, I was, I was giving these numbers of this poll, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but here's a number that the Democrats down there in Ohio don't want to talk about. It's kind of a big point, one, too. Yeah, 62.8%. And if you wonder what that number is, that's um, how much of the vote Governor Mike DeWine, a Republican, received just last year in his re-election bid. Mike DeWine signed a number of uh, pro-Second Amendment bills, and he was endorsed by the NRA. Oh, God, NRA. But, that uh, horrible place. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, and he ran against, and you're wondering, like, oh, 62%, what does his opponent get? Well, former Dayton mayor, Nan Wally, he beat her by 25 points. And if you don't know much about elections, that is a serious ass kick, and especially for a governor. That's a beat down. <laughs> oh, that's a big beat down, man. And 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 this Nan Wally made gun control a centerpiece of her campaign, slammed DeWine at every opportunity for him signing permitless carry into law and making it. This is a good one too, Clay. I think we talked about this once, but um, he signed into law to make it so school districts can once again have trained and vetted school staff go armed to protect the students and staff if they desire. Hmm. Hmm. Boy, that sounds like a real jerk, right? Like, so like why would you want to do that? <laughs> oh, I just, I get so sick and tired of these. How come it's, you know, everyone keeps telling me that Democrats don't want your guns. And why is it always a Democrat <laughs> or a really what I would call a far left rhino uh, that probably shouldn't, doesn't even belong in the in the Republican Party. But it's usually Democrats. They're always the ones that come up with these yep. crazy gun laws. So, they, you know, you can keep telling me that you're not going to do it, but your actions speak way, way louder. They're mm-hmm. the ones that always propose these bills. They're the ones that always make executive orders. Yeah. You know what? Bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Waylon. There oh, you got it. for the comments there. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah we got Jay Titan back too. It's going on good, my nope. brother. No problem, man. You've been busy, understandable. It's summertime and just don't miss a day this winter. Yeah. Waylon Little Eagle. <laughs> so Waylon's a good friend of ours, part of Rack hey, team. And uh, hopefully you'll get to meet him one of these days when you come down mm-hmm. this way. We do a little shooting his over post. his place. And you can ask Waylon about this. Uh, just keep shooting. We got more tags. Just he'll explain that to you when he. Yeah. Well, we were down in uh, in Waylon's territory there, or he's uh, he's a game warden shooting some prairie dogs Monday afternoon. It was pretty pretty damn fun afternoon. 
Yes, I no, I, I wish, wish I could have <laughs> made it over there. But you guys hop on the uh, Guns in the Seven Hundred One YouTube channel. There's some great. There's some we great got a lot more. Actually, Clay, we're talking twenty uh, fifth that afternoon. Maybe going down weather permitting and doing it again. So well, two twenty. You no, know, we've been talking about a September date to get together and do some. So let's uh, yeah, let's maybe make that happen. Yeah, yeah, I think it'd be a lot of fun. And I know Eric would like to to try and meet up with us at some point. Oh, that'd too. be fun. Fun times. All right. All right, Clay. So further, we'll keep going on with this here. Um, of course, like I said, Ohio voters had an opportunity to choose between DeWine, who was pro-Second <laughs> Amendment, and his Wally, who's Second Amendment prohibition less than a year ago, and got a, got a rear end kicked. And, of course, a guy, this, this uh, who's this guy's name? Huffman. What does he do again here? I can't remember. I can't remember what he is if he's in the House. Um, oh, yeah, Senate President Matt Huffman, yep. which their Senate is controlled by Republicans, too, in Ohio. Um, he said, uh, support for things like universal background checks, red flag laws, and state safe storage requirements would drop if voters were asked specific policies, which I agree with that, Clay. I, you can ask a question many different ways, but when it's a broad, and then you, I mean, even you, I mean, people have asked me questions. I'm like, well, if I say yes, I'm not really agreeing to all of that. Or if I say no, I'm not, you know, right. They're just saying this kind of thing, but they, you know, and most of these people they ask, I guarantee you don't know diddly shit about firearms and, and anything about magazines or, or the anything. constitution or the rights, uh, yeah. gen- generally, or, ah, or the, that old constitution, that darn thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I tell you, and here's yeah. here's what they're trying to do this right now. They're trying to burn that baby as fast as they can. Mm. And they're, they're making a lot of strides. That that. Oh man, exactly you just made Biden doing. smile by showing that. Or at least is one of his. <laughs> it's probably hanging on his yeah. wall. Yeah, yeah. Except he doesn't really know what that. it is. Uh, they got to tell him every day. Yeah. But anyway, on, man, let's light a cigarette <laughs> on that, man. So <laughs> anyway. Um, Huffman's right, and this is an article here I'm reading from BearingArms.com, uh, Cam Edwards. Uh, it's incumbent on Republicans and Second Amendment supporters across the political spectrum to discuss in earnest how these supposedly, quote, common sense reforms actually work in practice, Clay. And here, and this, he made a great point right here, uh, Cam. Colorado, for example, has put every one of these policies demanded by Ohio Democrats in place over the past yeah. decade, and crime has steadily increased even with their oh, one of their other little fantasies, no the red flag laws, universal background checks, a ban on sale on quote large capacity. I think there, I think it's ten rounds you can have there, and it's it's not working. I mean, it's a miserable failure, and we're going to keep going, and then we're going to prove some more how this crap doesn't work, and, it, and yeah. it's the Democrats' policies that do it here. Well, and they do this. In, California's had a lot of these things for years. Oh, they got working yeah, real and well then out more. there, isn't it? And then background checks on ammo. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's a whole nother thing. Yeah. Well, so you remember got... when they wanted everybody to get uh, basically an arsenal license if you had more than a thousand rounds? Of ammo. <laughs> and an arsenal. They no, I that stupid one. An yeah, they, that was actually proposed well, a few years ago here in, in Congress where they wanted you to have an arsenal, <laughs> license, but Democrats, by the way, more than a thousand rounds of ammunition in your possession. And that meant bullets and loaded. Oh boy, I, I guess I might have been in, mm-hmm. in trouble. I mean, I got like twenty thousand rounds of twenty-two shells just alone. I was gonna say I was gonna mention something earlier. I got a little sack of freedom seeds here. I'm gonna talk about <laughs> later. So. <laughs> so, it's just this is the insanity. It's the yeah. little steps that they like to keep chipping away, and they hope they can get those through. It's and common then sense. The next one, common, and then they call it 
kind of they take it common sense. <laughs> Brian says you're a professional campaigner, Brian Wonder. You're exactly right, Brian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So going on here, um, it's true that cities like Columbus and Cleveland are seeing an increase in crime in their own right now. Okay, Columbus and Cleveland, right? Okay, you know, we all know Cleveland, big left leftist city as well mm. as Columbus. But if Ohio gun laws were to blame, we'd be seeing an across-the-board spike throughout the state, right? Clay makes sense. If they, they got all these um, liberalized gun laws now, and, and you can carry, right? It should be throughout the whole state where all this crime and, and, yeah. and murder spikes are going. But guess what? That's not happening. According nope. to uh, crime, crime analyst Jeff Asher's data dashboard, homicides in Cleveland are up 26% compared to last <laughs> year, and Columbus has seen a 13% rise in murders. But... In Akron and Cincinnati, homicides are down by more than 20%. Clay. Impossible, right? It's impossible because they live on gun, gun control laws. Toledo is doing even better. Toledo, um, and, and I, I'll guarantee you, Cincinnati is not a conservative town. No, no. I, I'm, I'll, I'll be willing to bet you, Clay, that Akron, Cincy, and Toledo all voted for Joe Biden and they have Democrat-controlled city councils. I could be wrong. If somebody knows, go could ahead and be, tell me. But... but Toledo is doing even better with a 40% reduction in homicides so far this year compared to 2022. <laughs> Imagine that, huh? <laughs> yeah. So the crime woes in Cleveland and Columbus aren't being driven by statewide policies or politics, but by a relatively small number of individuals, which is true throughout the entire country, who are, who are they, they couldn't care less about freaking gun laws, Clay. And they don't care if they're a felon and they've been, and they didn't care if they're going to jail again. They'll just kill people. And But these guys go to, they, they, they shoot people or they beat the hell out of them. They go into these liberal judges, these liberal city prosecutors, and they let them off the hook or they let yep. them right out of jail and they go back out and do the same damn thing. They don't even care if they're illegals or, or legal citizens yeah. of this country. They just, they don't care. And then they wonder why they got the problem. Well, I'm, I'm illegal just up, here for a better life. Yeah. Jay Titan has a comment here. He goes, these Bidenomic times having to work my butt off to support my two kids and my wife wanting to move my family into a new home get a bigger SUV, but you know, these interest rates are ridiculous. Well, yeah, everything under Biden's bad. Economics are bad. Gun control is bad. They're trying to, you know, they're using executive orders. He's got a, a basically a militarized ATF and justice department right now. Everything is bad under Biden. Congratulations, Joe. You now are the worst president, not Jimmy Carter. <laughs> He, no, he just said today that he saved everybody because he's uh, the, the, the spending bill they they spent that they signed last year. He's he's saving every household a thousand dollars on on energy costs. Yeah, Joe, <laughs> uh, I don't have a college degree, but I'm not a stupid idiot either, and I can see what my my energy bill is. And you sure you're costing me more than a thousand dollars. You're not saving me a thousand dollars. Well, my electric company um, it, it has went up. Uh, along with mm. everything else they're just their kilowatt hour has went up and their minimums have mm. went up and uh, what really pissed me off probably more than anything when i saw that bill is they had the at least they itemized it out so we know who to blame part of it has to do with the green energy crap and it does i got this surcharge on there and that's exactly what that was for and that was the biggest part of the increase and mm -hmm. what that means is this particular company had to go build windmills to to get under their esg score is what it amounts to and that was the rise, and that was the cause of the rise in our electric rates. So, yeah, Joe, kiss mine. <laughs> well, Clay, do you uh, do you want the Earth to shrivel up because of global warming? Is that what you oh, want? 
If if, <laughs> if 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 it was proven it could happen, maybe I'd change my mind. But I'm not worried. So let's just let's uh, drill, baby, uh, drill. Yeah, global warming, cloud, every kind of crap they call no climate change. Whatever, climate yeah. change, global warming, acid rain, global cooling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was global cooling when I was back at Simley in the '80s. But oh. so a lot of these um, things that's happening too, Clay. You got an increased number of juvenile offenders. I mean, they're arresting these kids down there. Wait a second. Their- Wait a second. They're yep. not. They can't purchase a firearm legally anymore. <laughs> right. How can against that be? Against the law, right? They can't against carry the law. them either. And, and, they and can't if you carry. pass a law, that, that takes care of it, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Cuyahoga County Prosecutor Michael O'Malley, and I'm, I could be wrong here too, but I think Cuyahoga County is, is, uh, is Cleveland. Um, that's where Cleveland is. Um, said the crime spike is fueled in part by rising juvenile violence, and he pointed to recent uh, homicide stats claiming that murders committed by children this year are currently at 23 that's the same level as for all of 2021 so i mean it, i mean that, that that is part of what's going on here you know yeah, i mean i mean I, i've been reading a lot of stories i guess i haven't really talked about it but these these kids and then they got the glock switches on their glocks and a whole bunch of them like like 12 of them standing around flashing their glocks and i mean <laughs> my 12 year old can shoot a pistol but she's not out in the street flashing it around you know i'm getting her pointing into people's faces and, and committing crimes on them. So again, a lot of this is how, how you raise people and what kind of citizenry you got there. But you know, it's uh if they want to make this 2024 election about gun control down there in, in Ohio, I, I think I, I'm saying let go for it, man. I think that's another losing effort for the Democrats and, and another, another ass kicking for them would be fine with me. I don't live in Ohio, but yeah. I want to keep Ohio red. Ohio goes for Trump big time. So yep. let's keep it rolling that way, baby. And guys, yes, you know, we're talking the campaign and, and of course Trump's name is coming up and I, you know what, whoever you're for, that's fine. Like I know Jamie's a DeSantis uh, supporter and there's no problem with Bloody that, D, baby. but I can tell you right now that Trump's your nominee in the Republican party. I have no doubt about it. And that's why we keep talking about the matchup. I don't know what's going to happen on the Democrat side. Uh, a lot of people think Joe won't even be the nominee. I think he will. He'll be um, there. I think he'll be the nominee. They can't change the uh, horses play. Right He now. beat Trump once, and he'll do it again, especially yep. if Trump's the nominee. So, which... I mean, I, we're, we're not going to go into the campaign stuff tonight, but just so everybody yeah. knows, especially our podcasters, that uh, we're not really endorsing anybody here. But uh, Jamie's yeah. for, for Ronnie D. I'm for Trump. I'm endorsing whoever the Democrat's going to be, and it's probably going to be Ron or Trump, more than likely Donald Trump, which is fine. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm more and than happy with Trump. I'm not. The two front runners right now are, are Ron DeSantis and Trump, and they that that's who it's going to be and as far as the runoff when it comes to the primary. And I guarantee you, whichever one wins, I'm going to back either one of them. Yeah. I, I just am. And Trump's up by 30 to 40, and in third place is, um, who's a South Vivek. Carolina senator, Tim Scott. He's, oh, yeah, he's, he's tr- And then DeSantis is way ahead of him. So Kind of depends right, Clay, on the polls you look at, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it, it's 725 here. We're going to do our first commercial. Doug, we got you a new ad <laughs> for Lauerado, but uh, the, the audio's not good. Clay said he's going to get that fixed up, so you're going to yep. have to hear like me talking into a tin can here. Old school, old school. Can yeah. on a string. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go.
We're in at Lauer Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro Second Amendment, pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. All right, and... Yeah, it sounded a little bit like you were an echo. You know, it almost sounded like one of them old style commercials that you'd hear on the radio. So maybe we just say we were going for retro. I don't know. <laughs> we were trying to put everything in black and white on there then. <laughs> yeah, Doug, you got any jalopies around there? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> anyway, we want to thank Doug and the guys down there at Lauer Auto. They do a great job. I know we've had some great Patriots going in there. So thank you for doing that. And going, yeah. <laughs> Doug says it sounds like a weather warning. It kind of <laughs> does, don't it? It sounds like one of those. Public service announcement. Seven twenty-seven p.m. North Dakota time. Uh, <laughs> National Weather Service has issued a wind warning. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna throw this out here, Lynette. She chimed in. She goes, "Whoever's nominated, the Democrats will pull the same crap on that person." That, that, you're right. No matter who it is, the whoever wins that nomination in the primary, they're gonna go on and try to crucify them. That's their game plan oh, now. That's sure. what they do. So yeah, for sure. <laughs> Brian Warner, he's got on here. He says, uh, even got louder to gain attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that and I'm well, not loud enough. Keith says it sounds like it was on an AM radio. So see, we're good. We're hey, just, that's fine. Clay and I are on AM radio every Friday morning. Every Friday morning. 840 AM Central Time, Mitchell in the morning, KFYR 550 AM. Of course, and they are FM too on iHeart. So. They do have an FM, so I, I don't even know what the FM station 99. is. 99.7. Because it doesn't even reach here. Must have yeah. a very low, small. Come on, Clay. Ninety nine point seven. Ninety nine point seven. Okay. Ninety nine point seven. No. Ninety nine point seven. Oh, so Clay, Clay's got something going on. So we if we feel like we're pushing this fast tonight a little bit, we are. We are. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get right into our two way bullet points here. Well, I'm first gonna add a little bit to the Biden thing. Uh, okay. Because I had another report Come here. On, man. So, basically, uh, Joe Biden has uh, you know the president to select that was housed in our White House now. He's planning after Labor Day weekend to come out with a whole bunch of new gun control efforts. Uh, one of them is, get this, he's going to try to bring together, as he says, the anti-gun state lawmakers from around the country to have a roundtable meeting at the White House. Yes, so that's what we need. We need to have mm -hmm. more anti-gun gunners come in. And basically oh, yeah. Kamala, you know, heels high. She cackle box. Yeah, cackle box. <laughs> She went to Chicago last Friday, the way it sounded, and basically give the first step of Biden's plan, saying make gun safety a central issue in his reelection. So, guys, like I always say, they, the terminology is everything. First of all, when Democrats lose, they change the rules, which that T-shirt's coming, by the way. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but now they go there, and they're not calling it gun violence. Gun violence, evidently, I've noticed this lately, gun violence evidently isn't resonating. It isn't working. So they're going to try a new one called gun safety and make it their central issue. This is not by chance that they select these words. That's the way this has always been done. And they just keep changing the terminology. 
She says gun safety translate, translates to gun control. The effort will almost certainly be tied to getting more Democrats elected at all levels. So they mm -hmm. think, and, and by admission, she said this, gun safety translates to gun control. Now, I don't know how they think that's going to resonate better. Are we still paranoid right-wingers then, Clay, about our guns? Or we must be. Um, <laughs> but, you know, They're not coming for our guns. They keep saying, I'm not coming no, for your guns. No, but right no. there. And uh, they think that's going to get more Democrats elected. Well, I mean, it, it may if the Democrats, if it resonates with them and they got enough people, which in Illinois they mm. probably do, but it's not a winning issue generally. Um, this actually was acknowledged in a CNN report, which noted that Michael Bloomberg from every town for gun confiscation spent $55 million on gun safety supporting candidates. Really? Well, mm -hmm. I got a question. Um, gun safety, if you really want to talk about it, there's nothing better than the Eddie Eagle program by NRA. There's also nothing better than what we just talked about on Jay's show on Monday, where NRA's hunter education part of the uh, organization is focusing really hard on hunter ed courses mm -hmm. all online 13 mm -hmm. states by the way north and south dakota are not part of that so get on your game and fish departments call their offices that's where no hey, i was gonna tell you um vance actually commented that uh they do teach it on in standing rock that's what he said he said that in the online that's what he said uh, that'd be something new whalen maybe i see you're listening uh, yeah whalen's still on know. here then it just happened, um, and it could be. It really could be. Maybe it happened under that uh, Native American Fish and Wildlife Service mm -hmm. program that joined Hopefully. NRA's Hunter Head. And I got no, more power to it. Uh, to me, the more kids we get. But that you want to talk real gun safety? NRA is the place. It's the the place. Mm -hmm. It really is. But yeah, they've been teaching it since uh, 1949, right, Clay? That's what it was in New yes, York. Yes, 1949 or seven. And ironically, and yeah, New ahead. York. And yeah, they're, and they actually said when you go back and look at what they said, they said they went to the basically the authority on gun safety, National Rifle Association. They yep. won't do that anymore. But uh, anyway, no, so should, you got you got the Bloomberg. He's dropping fifty five million dollars on on candidates that are anti gun. I mean, that's what that's one guy he outspends the NRA by himself, but the NRA oh, spends yeah. all this money to get their agenda yeah. passed. Apparently, he, and he does it all the time. I mean, yeah. Bloomberg, and he's just the one guy. I mean, when you really think about what all these uh, gun pro Second Amendment freedom loving organizations, NRA, uh, Second Amendment Foundation, gun owners, all of them, the amount of money that they spend trying to protect your rights is minimal compared to what's out there yep. and what they're standing up against. Yeah. So that tells you that the majority of people are on the side of the yeah, Second the Amendment. Gun lobby is the people. I mean, the NRA wouldn't tell you that. You get we got lobbyists the, representing us, but yeah, we we. They, they gun owners get fired up and our voices are yep. what changes a lot of stuff. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, essentially what Biden's planning to do is I've heard a couple different things uh, that's in this article's in a lot of different ones, but what they really want to do in the new, in, in their new push, they want to make yeah. it. So, What's the presidential? Yeah. What, what, what are they called? Executive, executive order, orders. Right? And what they're going to try to do is really push ATF regulations and they're using the bipartisan bill that was passed, guys, which Most unfortunately a lot of Republicans voted for it. That is not the, not North Dakota's though. No, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? By next week, I'll put together a list of the Republicans that voted for that thing, and you can see exactly who the traitors were. That's a good were. idea. I like that. 
Um, but the big thing in that per, in that particular law that was passed, it's got a it's got an excerpt in there. I think it's number twenty two, line item number twenty two in it, that says anybody selling a gun. This is private people need to now if they if they make a profit. Well, profit could be a penny. I mean, if they can prove it, mm-hmm. then they got to go through an FFL or get their own licensing. That's what they're pushing for. They're going for it. They've said they're going for it. Kamala talked about it. Biden has said it. And they're going to try and start this after after Labor Day weekend. That's I'm just piggybacking off of what Jamie was talking about. There's a whole bunch more, but I'm not going to go too far down into that right now. It's a roller point you got going here. Go ahead. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, but it's uh, I'm just telling you right now, this is where they're going with it. They know they can't win in the arena of ideas. They know they mm-hmm. can't win with the majority of the voters. So once again, the Democrats are losing. When they lose, they change the rules, and they're going to change the rules by executive order and weaponizing the alphabet agencies. And we're seeing it mm-hmm. on all that. Throw the Trump stuff out and just look at what's coming on. I got a bullet point that's going to talk a little bit more as far as to what's happening with the ATF. But I'm going to leave it right there for now. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and um, I mean, a lot of people are probably saying, well, that's unconstitutional, especially you <laughs> damn right is, especially according to the to the Bruin ruling. But guess what? They, they can do it, and then by the time it gets to the Supreme Court, that takes a long time to work its way up there. In the meantime, they get this crap pulled, and they get a bunch of um, gun owners, people selling their guns. They get they get yeah. them in trouble here. So, Whalen chimed in. It's Native American Fish Wildlife Society, and I, I was close. I couldn't remember. Whalen, mm-hmm. uh, if you're still there, are they offering it online through you guys, or just is it a link that you guys are, are linking to? Because we talked about that with Jay, that they are offering it from the NAF. Uh, WS, and that's exactly what they said they were mm-hmm. doing. So let me know on that. But yeah, um, check it out. And if you guys want, you go to nrahe.org and you can find all of this. And remember, a lot of states, most of them, I think, recognize other uh, safety courses. I know North and South Dakota do. So maybe you can go and take your online stuff. And then I don't know if you have to find an actual instructor within the state to finish it. Or if you can go yeah. anywhere and get it, I, I don't know. I don't because, know the, the, because, like we said, Clay, the game and fish is always um, uh, lamenting they don't have enough instructors. Well, the NRA is right there. They've been doing it since before North Dakota game yeah. and fish was, and, but yet before. they won't. They won't work in conjunction with the NRA. So, and I can tell you, when I was a rep, I tried with both. South Dakota was a little more receptive to the idea, but of course, when I retired, it all went away. And I know that the the rep after me didn't. Even, <laughs> the NRA so radical, Clay. Yeah, he, uh, he didn't even go try to pursue it anymore but i know that north dakota just flat out told me flat out told me that they didn't want to work with the nra that was their exact response I mean, that, at that that's, time that's 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 you and know, they did the same thing with range word i don't want to say yeah, yeah. It, so it, anyway. it pisses me off all right let's Maybe. get a few comments here clay yeah uh, jay titan best damn show on youtube good guys thanks jay titan appreciate <laughs> you buddy <laughs> lynette got on there uh Actually, Lynette, that's Clay needs to test the song before the commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I was just the voice guy there. Okay, I Brian, was, yeah, what's Brian Warner? When the people in those focus groups going to oh. die, or when are the people going to die or retire? Same damn terms all the time. Exactly, yep. Brian. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you were damn, correct just, the first time. <laughs> you're right, got, uh, you're right Dan, he was. In there, but, yeah, yeah. First, <laughs> we chimed in there, and Whalen, he, he had the name for us. It's Native American Fish and Wildlife Society. Yep, and you're absolutely right. That's who they're working with, and they're doing a good job. Yep, yep. Glad Kevin, he's right. 
They will not be happy until they push us into a corner, and then you know what happens. You're right, Kevin. I know what's I know what's coming. What bothers me is, are we going to have enough people that are going to stand up and do what you and me will do, and Jamie and a few others? I will do it, and I, everyone, I'm not going to go into details as to what we all know what it is. And uh, if we get pushed that far, <laughs> I'm going to do it. But uh, you know, I hope that we, I hope we have enough to, to win. Eric, I believe the online course is nationwide one, so you can go to any state and do your field day. Okay, I I just I I haven't kept up with this because this just came back into the circulation yeah, of things. We should just go check it out and see. We're gonna do a follow up on it. Definitely do yeah. a follow up. And you know what? We should do. Maybe we'll either do the follow up and have it either on one of our segments on KFYR, so everybody gets the information that doesn't mm-hmm. listen to, the, to this or mm-hmm. doesn't listen to the other show. Because K Fire, it has a big reach. It really does. So. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, guys, me and Clay have been talking. Um, we're going to probably ask you guys in the not-too-distant future here. We're going to do, do a blitz bomb on K-Fire and see if uh, if uh, Guns in the 701 boys can be on for a little more than 20. We're not talking about taking over anybody's show or nothing nope. here. Just like a segment a week. Because Todd wants us. Todd said more than on a number of occasions. An hour. On there. He, he wants us on for an hour. Yep. And um, Clay and I be on board with that, but if, if nobody's saying nothing, so just, just hang in there. And um, uh, an hour would be fine. We can do an hour, and that's not even an hour yeah. when you do it on radio. Yeah, we have no Clay nor Clay nor I have any desire to do a daily show no, every day. I'm not now. <laughs> no, no, I, I never do. Actually, I, I never want to do that. I know what goes into what we do, and that's enough yeah, this is a <laughs> yeah this is a shitload of work the way it is which so, is it's, it's enjoyable don't get us wrong guys we, we we love the support we really do i'm glad everybody's listening you know on all three of the shows but uh yeah one hour would be okay if once a week i'd, I'd be good with that and that doesn't mean the pod it doesn't mean the live stream's going away so no live stream will be here this is just yeah. a lot of fun yeah because if i'm on k-fire i can't say ah oh, shit and get away with it. I say it right here <laughs> we gotta be pretty, pretty reserved on there yeah so, yeah. yeah i enjoy, I well, enjoy tell you what yeah. we're uh 20 at 20 out from the top of the hour why don't we go ahead and pay a little uh tribute to our sponsors and do an obscene profit timeout all right and then well, we'll let's... come back on the flip side all right, get your get your tin can out here. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right, or double ad. Clay's got it revised. Let's hit it. In at Lauer Auto Repair, they're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota. Or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lauer Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having. And when you do business with Lauer, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our pro Second Amendment, pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. Guns and the 701 is sponsored by the Blind Guy of North Dakota. For all your custom window coverings, you can contact them at 701-222-3932. They're freedom-minded, they're patriotic, and they love the Second Amendment. This husband-wife team was born and raised right here in North Dakota and based out of Bismarck. Again, for your Second Amendment company, for all your custom window coverings, the blind guy of North Dakota, 701 
222-3932 or visit them on the web at blindguynd.com. All right. Welcome back, everybody. We and back. Thank you again, Laura Auto Repair down there at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, 701-258-6308. And Doug, uh, you and I got to get together. Uh, we, we're we're going to launch a website for them, so then you'll be able to go right to their website and check stuff out. So uh, welcome to the, to the, what, the 21st century? <laughs> get them a website. And, of course, Mark to the Blind is. Guy of ND. Go to blindguynd.com, and you can get a hold of Wyatt or Tammy. Um, you can email them as well. And they do fantastic work. I mean, it's top quality stuff, guys. And I think Wyatt was going to be listening tonight, it sounded like. So I hope he is. I said he was. He had a lot of work to do. But I yeah. can tell you, when he gets home and gets to work and sometimes he, uh, if he doesn't, he'll get us on iHeart. So. I mean, we only got three or four good months where we can work outside. And then we're yeah, just snowed yeah. in. So I said iHeart because that's what we're doing on K-Fire. Yep. You want to get our podcast, it's pretty much in any platform you get your podcast. It's just about we recommend iHeart. I've even seen a couple other places pick it up that I didn't even know about. So yeah. that was, that's great to see. So appreciate it. So in a roundabout way, if you listen to it on iHeart, you're, you're, you're <laughs> Brian, I got to put that one up. Yeah, go for it. Oh, you're right, Brian. Uh, he goes from, from AM to PBS. And I, when I did that <laughs> recording, I mean, how long hey, ago did we do that? And I was like, oh, it does. It sounds like I'm on freaking PBS. PBS so I, I need would, to redo that. I don't know if PBS would have us on. Blind <laughs> Wyatt texted me. He said he's here. All right. <laughs> Thanks, brother. <laughs> but, but, yeah, you're right. For me, I'm the PBS. I sound like a PBS announcer. Oh, that's funny. All oh, right, Clay. I'm, I'm going to hit my two-way bullet yep, point go here. For it. Uh, oh, hey, quick. Before you do yeah, that. Yeah, go for it. I got to throw this up here. Uh, we were we were out there at, when they did their mm -hmm. sighting into their rifles. Check this mm -hmm. out, and you put it up on our Facebook page. Uh, yeah, there's Brad's bull right there. Him and Braxton are up in in Alaska. That's a father son hunt up there, and and man, that that that's. I mean, I've seen some caribou, and I'm not a big caribou, but that looks like a pretty damn big caribou. That looks like a pretty good one. I, I mean, I don't know a lot about them, but uh, I have I have eight caribou. It was really good. I can tell you right now, they did a heck of a job, and. Uh, they were out there sighting their guns in, and I was a little worried because, you know, we were there. Was yeah, 300 PRC, but that's what Brad uses, uh, three, uh, Christensen Arms 300 PRC, and Braxton used uh, Christensen Arms 7mm rem mag. So I love was, the 7mm, nice yeah, round. But, I mean, like I said, when we were out there, he, he had different ammo. We couldn't find the... Uh, whatever i'm not sponsored we're not sponsored winchester sil ballistic silver tips i actually zeroed that rifle in when brad bought it and that thing would shoot dimes with that at 100 yards and that that remington um, just wasn't doing it that day. Tip, eh, i mean not as good but but whatever hey did yeah. the job i guess i don't know what range they did it from but i mean we'll maybe get some more details on it and, we'll and keep you guys i believe they both stuff. they both filled right they both yeah filled. yeah if you want to see both of their both of their bulls are they're on our, our facebook page for sure you go, go check there. it out congratulate yeah. they're, they're listeners of the show so yeah uh, congratulations to both of them and you know come out there hunting season we'll try to do a little more of that when you guys uh yeah, get maybe you want to give us a uh, give us a you know segment on uh, on on their trip up there. I'd I'd love to know about it, man. They were up by the oh, bearing, man. the bearing sea is where they were, right up there. So I don't know anything about that. Sounds cold um, to me, but stay tuned because here, what about September is what you're talking about doing. We're gonna have a guest on here, and uh, he likes to train some dogs and uh, before bird hunting and. I think that'd be a great show. We're going to do yeah. a little about it. Everyone seemed like they liked that, so we're going to do a few yeah. guests. Now. We're going to talk some, yeah, we're going to talk training bird dogs, um, um, some collars for them, and uh, some shotguns, actually. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Brian Lawner, 
Just thick as caribou he's ever seen. Right? Awesome, man. I'll pass Great. that on, Brian. I'm, I'm good friends with Brad and his right. son. So I'd be All happy right. to hear that. Appreciate the compliment there. So, okay, Clayton, um, um, I've never heard of these people before, but um, <clears throat> Southwick Associates identified the top brands purchased in the hunting and shooting equipment sales market based on more than 9,000 surveys of hunters, shooters, um surveys were fielded through the southwick online okay hunter survey shooter survey consumer panels and the general public so they interviewed nine thousand people about the top brands that people <laughs> were buying here and i'm gonna give you a sample of some of these of these i mean it's a set of sample but there's quite a few here but mm -hmm. i'm not gonna bore you too much with it but um i might have, like this first one i'm gonna ask you um traditional rifles what do you think the top two rifle selling companies were clay now or then now this is this is last year 2022 i'd say winchester and remington now you didn't get one of them right savage and ruger i, I thought about that. <laughs> I, you know after i said that i was like i probably should have went with yeah. savage at least yeah um so handguns they only got one listed here but they are the top dog in my opinion who do you think the top handgun is Wow, that's it's tough because revolver. it depends if it's semi-auto or revolver. Yeah, this is everything. It's throwing revolvers. Top one. Ugh. I'm going to say Ruger on that. Nope, Smith & Wesson, which really? remember oh, when I had my mm -hmm. bullet point about Smith & Wesson building that new factory? That's right. That's In Tennessee, right. yep. October 7th is, is when they're going to open the doors on that baby and start mm -hmm. pumping uh, wet firearms out of there. So, All awesome. right, Clayton, shotgun ammunition, Federal. Um, these are the these are the most frequent. That doesn't surprise brands. me. Yeah, I mean federal, federal makes good stuff. But actually, that's know. the one I would have picked. The only one I would have maybe thought about is Fiatchi, just because they're cheap. Mm -hmm. So you never know where they're going to go with that. Yeah, but, uh, I did. I, I buy a lot of federal myself. Yeah, that, I think it was Power Shock. I use it all the word. But uh, reloading dies, RCBS. I <laughs> do not have RCBS reloading dies, but I do got my powder measure stand right over here. I'm looking at it right now, and that thing's pretty sweet. I, I, I'd like that. I've got uh, RCBS dies. I've got Redding dies, and I've got a lot of uh, Lyman, surprisingly. Okay, oh, so other than dies, Clay, this this one kind of surprised me. Who do you think uh, the top-selling reloading components were? Because the dies were RCBS, but all the other components that go with reloading, what do you think the top? Hmm, boy. My, my buddy Bill was using their ammo to, to snipe prairie dogs there once he got her dialed was, in. Well, it's either Dylan or Hornady. Hornaday, there you go, you yeah. bet. And and uh, so we got laser range finders. Sig Sauer was number one. I can tell you this: I have a loophole range finder. It's freaking awesome. I love it. Um, I told my buddies, a couple of my buddies, to buy Sigs and the Sig Sauer. And actually, Dougie's got the Sig Sauer binos. Oh, okay. I actually think the I think the Sigs the best. Actually, I mean, man, my loophole. I'm 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 gonna stick with you, loophole. But that SIG rangefinder, I think it's a kilo, whatever. A couple of my buddies have that. That thing is so awesome at, at long range, and it's so instantaneous with the with the range coming back. It's awesome. I have to say, I am impressed though with that Athlon I got from Dave. Over that, he's got good. Yeah, Dave's got good glass up there. The Athlons did mean, better scopes than I thought when I was up at a shop. Especially for the price range, I really, I mean, I cannot complain. I've had a Leopold uh, rangefinder. I've had a couple of them. I wore them out, believe it or not. But I can tell you right now, that Athlon, it's fantastic. I yeah, I mean, if you guys are looking it. for any scopes or, or, uh, or like places, spotty scopes or range finders, 
um dave's got that athlon stuff up there because i actually was up at 1760 sports dave um i ordered in my i got a 6.5 grendel and in a ruger american dave got that in for me got a good deal yeah. I mean, he's got a lot of sweet glass up there he let me look oh, through all of it and, and i'm i mean next time i get some some glass or a scope or something I need, I'm, I'm gonna go up there and get one because that's some good stuff and, and for the money guys i mean there's nothing wrong with it there really isn't like dave said he's i wouldn't sell it if i didn't like it and and i'm a yeah i'm a glass hey, dave's stump. like a, dave's a dave's a <laughs> state champion shooter so and he that's what he's shooting yeah yeah and stuff. if it didn't work he ain't gonna be state champ so i gotta throw this up here uh these guys are chiming in on the stuff eric said lee uh i got I some got, lee dies yeah. just most of my yeah. most of my oh. stuff's lee eric my my reloader is a, is a lee and uh all of my pistol dies because they're carbide and they were the best economical and they had great reviews so all of my pistol dies every single one of them is a lee mm -hmm. and i've had nothing but fantastic uh things to, i do I mean, have a hundred a lock and load machine which works oh, pretty yeah. good the motor's kind of slow in it and the other ones make it so hey gene welcome hey, gene. we were just bragging you up here a while ago yeah we were the <laughs> and then jay titan the federal I'm, I'm sure that's in reference to the yeah to the uh, shotgun shells and hst yep yeah i can tell yeah. you right now i've had great luck with federal so yeah it kind of goes along with that. yeah I, I federal gold medal oh, primers at least. eric says he goes i have a hard time going away from the burst scopes burst yeah you know, hey i got three of them i'm with you nothing wrong with the burst eric um, you want to get you shooting a crossbow yet here man we're green on a lot of stuff here <laughs> except beer i don't know I get... except beer. <laughs> all right clay i'm gonna go on i got some more stuff yep. going here um scope accessories scope and accessory mounts loophole number one game calls clayton primos gun cleaning one, hoppies uh, this was kind of an odd thing in here for me i thought choke tubes because i mean i'm just not a big shotgunner so i didn't know choke tubes are a huge thing mm -hmm. what do you think makes the number one selling choke tube i don't know because just about every shotgun i buy has carlson okay carlson so never, magazines I never honestly bought uh, a choke tube other than what the guns game was. i did i can't remember what it is but uh, <laughs> i did so and magazines and i'm 100 percent on board with this one magpul for sure magpul in my magpul opinion. number one. Oh yeah yeah a lot of magpul. and trigger assemblies timney timney makes that gotta be timney. <laughs> i think that timney's not my favorite ar trigger but but in, in in both action rifles for sure they are and there's other good companies out there for triggers guys there yeah really is. yeah yeah so yeah, that's that's my bullet point, Clay. If I mean, if I get to Great. my second one, we do. If not, if you got to get rolling, we can we can hit it with Clay's yeah. commie company here. I'm just gonna do one quick one, another yes, a bullet sir. point. I was gonna do one that had to do with an ATF uh, problem as far as with a Texas gun dealer, but I think I'll I'll save that and maybe I can get a follow up because this was a pretty brief article about it. Mm -hmm. uh, but basically, they're harassing another another FFL dealer just like they won did up there in Valley City. But but I want to do this one because it's kind of an announcement. For one, it'll tie into a couple of different ones here. Uh, gun Rights Policy Conference is the 38th annual. I don't know if anybody's ever heard of it. Put on by the Second Amendment Foundation and the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. This year, September 24th through the or 22nd through the 24th in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, if you guys have never heard about this, I mean, it's a great conference. There's a, I mean, there is a ton of people there. This year, they're going to have 81 speakers over them two days, giving all kinds of legal legislative gun policy in general this is where you go i mean if you're not coming to guns in 701 then you can hit this second <laughs> otherwise you're going to get it all right here but yeah that, that, it's just a great thing i'll tell you some of the people that are actually going to be there talking about it's generally uh, attended by 600 or more people generally 
Alan Gottlieb, of course, he's the guy that's, that's uh, the chairman, I believe, of the Second Amendment Foundation, yep. isn't he? Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's uh, Adam Kraut, Masada, Boo, uh, Mark Smith. Everyone, know, If you don't know who Mark Smith is, uh, basically it's American Armed Radio, if I remember right. Is, is he's on there? No, it's, it's not Mark Smith. It's Mark. Um, oh, my okay. God, I can't believe him. I mean, Mark that. Smith I know is out there, too, and I've heard that name. I can tell you honestly. Mark Walters is armed American. Walters, okay. Great show, great show. AWR Hopkins, if you don't know who he is, he writes. Awesome. He's right a part. great writer. John Fun, Tom Gresham. I mean, I bet you everybody's heard of Tom yep. Gresham. Dun Talk Radio every Sunday. Tom Gresham syndicated yep. throughout the country. Here's Mal- Mark Walters. Yeah, Mark uh, Walters. That's who it is. I just had the wrong one. Here's Stephen Gutsky. Gutsko, I hope I did that right. Nope, never and, heard of him. And guys, they really do have these oh, guys. Gatowski, Stephen Gatowski. There you go. Yeah. Uh, they're going to have representatives and staff. They haven't seen it. They haven't confirmed everybody yet. But from Second Amendment Foundation, of course, from the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms, NRA. So there are going to be people from NRA there, Gun Owners of America, and then the FPC. So it's just a good list, a good complicate. Uh, comp, uh, what do you want to say? A complete list of people that are coming to that. Friday, September 22nd starts at uh, 7 o'clock to 9 o'clock as a reception. Saturday, September 23rd, it gets underway with the panel discussions and presentations. It's also an awards luncheon. That's from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Sunday, they wrap it up, but there's going to have more discussions and reports from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. If you want to get tickets, you go to the Second Amendment Foundation website, and they will. that's where you register and do everything you need to do. Probably be a good thing to go to. I've thought about going in the past, and uh, maybe that's something we look at, uh, Jamie, here in the next year or two. Maybe me and you head down there. I'm not going to a shot show yet, man. I want something. Uh, we've Brandon, got Brandon down sporting and said he get us done. Maybe Dave can get us done or take us. There's, there's a few people can get us. Dave, let's take that. that truck down there to get, get a load lined up for Nevada and clean. And I'm ready for it, man. I, yeah. I, I mean, it's in Vegas, so that's kind of fun. But that is the who's who of, of everything in the industry and. Yeah, maybe maybe guns on the seven one has to go. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. We'll do a gun (laughs) raffle. And the reason I wanted to do that because I bet you nobody's heard of it, so I thought that'd be a good time to put it in there. Yeah, I've heard of it, but yeah, I want to plug this as well. Uh, This is the gun show, Dakota Territory Gun Collectors Gun Show, taking place September 9th to the tenth down at the Share How, I think Sure How Event Center down there, Main Street, Mobridge. Yep. Get a hold of Gene Cox at six zero five eight four eight. 2427 again 605 848 2427. And uh, it's 10 bucks to get in and a chance to win a Henry Lever action. I'm actually Jeez. a life member of Dakota Territory Gun Collector, so I, I do love the idea that uh, they're having one in Mobridge. This is the first one in Mobridge, and Gene's taking the lead on that. So uh, awesome. we'll go over there and attend it, guys. Nice job, Gene. And Gene, I'll have the banner after this weekend. And I'm just going to go ahead and either if I make it to Mobridge, I'll run it over to you, or I'll just mail it over to you from there. We got to figure out how to get Gene on for like 30 minutes. Some yeah, point and have him talk we can about do it that. Actually, yeah, so Gene, let's... if I'm guessing you're still listening, so if you ever want to come on here, uh, get get in touch with me yeah. or Jamie, I mean, and if you got let's any, have you on. Yeah, it'd be great, man. I'd love to do that. So there you go. Give us a thumbs up. We're... All right, <laughs> there you go. Good deal, Gene. Love it. All right, uh, go hey. Ahead. Uh, here's what I'll tell you what I got one more two way bullet point, Clay. I'll make it quick because you know, we, we got we don't got much to finish up here with. So, we got uh, of course, everybody knows about this uh, national dust up over the so called ghost guns, right? <laughs> we got uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's um, 
controversy, the ghost guns, this guy in Wyoming, he, I didn't even know they had this Wyoming law professor, George Moksari, he's a director of university of Wyoming's firearm research center. I've, I've been kind of seeing a lot of, I'm like all these universities got these firearms research things. And I'm like, well, oh, the, I didn't even know. know they had this kind of crap, but according to him, it's more about emotion and a silly name than any real concern about a crime wave. So he says, um, ghost guns is a term for firearms that people build themselves, either from materials they already have or kits ordered online <laughs> and which don't have registered serial numbers on, which drives the freaking leftists in freaking sane. And I, <laughs> I couldn't care less. There's actually a court ruling that said it's illegal to do that by the Bruin case. And I think it's working its way through other court things. And it it, in my opinion, it is freaking against constitutional, but absolutely. So, yeah. He said uh, the term ghost guns um, tends to elicit an emotional reaction rather than an intellectual one. The Supreme <laughs> okay. court voted five, four to freeze the lower court orders, preventing the federal government from regulating those firearms. He's talking about basically ghost guns here. Clay, do you know anybody who even owns a ghost gun that built that milled out their own lower or their Glock? I do. You do? Okay. I don't I know do. one. I don't I know, know one guy one that he basically 3D printed it. Um, okay. He's, yeah. 3D. He's got a lot more money than I got. So yeah. he's got all the cool toys. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, is he right on the money or he's getting, I got just a little bit more here. But I mean, it sounds like this this guy, I mean, this, this professor, he's probably a lot smarter than me and probably sounds like the guy's kind of, you know, online with the Second Amendment. So um, the Biden administration, others have made ghost guns out to be serious pro problem because they are supposedly fueling <laughs> a wave of armed crime with untraceable weapons which mm -hmm. by the way clay um th they don't have a problem tracing them with just the serial numbers on guns it's not been a problem hasn't been a problem has it at all no just like if they use the bullet they recover the bullet and they can do it from the lens of the barrel yeah. it's not they don't they don't need to do this they just want it easier to get your ass down the line and it's none of so, their business we've been making guns People have been making guns with no serial numbers since the beginning of time. Yeah. And Gene Cox points this out. He goes, there's some, there's some cheap guns made before 68. And he was your reference yeah. from 1968. They got no serial numbers. And you're right, because we didn't need them. And on top of that, Still a don't. bunch of these hoodlums file the serial numbers out of the damn firearms. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so this uh, Moksari <laughs> from, yeah, go ahead. Oh, was, all my guns are ghost guns. They remain hidden until they are called upon. <laughs> That day may be coming soon, Mr. J. <laughs> it might, yeah. It uh, So, of course, uh, this Moksari from University of Wyoming says that's simply not the case. They're not they're not feeling this big crime wave. Criminals are not making their own firearms. The equipment to make your own firearm at home isn't just a small piece of equipment. The entire ghost gun regulation is just a lot of noise to get attention. The number of these firearms used in crime is minuscule. And I can promise you, this guy went and looked through a bunch of numbers for this compared to the number of regular firearms used in crime. Serial numbers are stamped into all factory manufactured firearms, but historically haven't been required for firearms that people build themselves for their own personal use, which is true. They, they, it was not a big deal until the freaking Democrats got in there and started getting... Right. Remember the guy from California there? Um, I can't remember his name, the state senator. It'll fire ten thousand rounds in five seconds or something. These guys don't—they don't, they don't yeah, know anything about no them. So. But I so, do. You know what? I got I'm going to ask about this. I'll ask someone. Maybe we can get an answer by next week. It seems to me that something happened out. Maybe David's the one that even told me about it. We there's plenty of FFL dealers we can ask. Seems like now if someone brings in a gun with no serial number, mm -hmm. and say they do some gunsmithing on it, 
sounds like now the FFL dealer is required to put a serial number on it, but don't I don't know that for sure. It just seems like for some reason, and maybe Gene knows. Gene used to have an FFL, so let's find out about that because uh, you just just hearing that article just brought that back mm-hmm. into my memory. Yeah, De, De Leon, I think, was this guy's name in California. His last yeah, name, okay. but. Anyway, so here's the last part he's got here. I'm going to add a little something in here. You see if you can catch this, Clayton. <laughs> in the big picture, there's not much of a more. This is what the, this you know this professor said again here. Um, mm-hmm. Mo, sorry. In the big picture, there's not much of a market for homemade firearms or, quote, ghost guns, he said. They're mostly used by MVEs or serious hobbyists who have the <laughs> time <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> you caught that. And equipment to build or assemble their own firearms at home. For everybody else, it's more convenient to just buy a manufactured firearm. Well, and it is. I mean, it takes a lot. Everyone thinks these 80%, and what we're talking about 80 percenters, that's a, a lower, that basically a receiver of an yeah. AR that's 80%. You have to have you some finish pretty good it. skills to mill that out. Yeah, and there's people who say you can do it with hand files and shit. you got to be pretty handy to do that, or otherwise it's going to be a, a jam-o-matic a in my opinion. Yeah. But, yeah, it, but even, I, even I, I, Clay, I've built tons of ARs. And I got, if you don't have a bunch of the right tools, it's a serious pain Tough. in your rear end. I can tell you that. You better have the right tools to build any of that yep. stuff. It really, yep. hundred percent. Even buddy. if you're just ordering parts and putting them together, you better have the right tools. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. If you get, you know, you, if you get a, you know, buy an upper and a lower. In fact, I got, I got the Trump one right here. No, you don't, JD. You like Ron DeSantis. <laughs> yeah, I do. I got a Trump one. I'm going to build that sucker and it's going to be great. I'm going to wait till he wins if he's a nominee. And then I'm going to have me a fresh, fresh new sweet yeah, Trump AR-15. So. And Brian, he's giving a thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, that's right, buddy. MBEs, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I put that in there just for you and Clayton. I was laughing. I wrote that in there with my pen. I did that. So, so right, Clay, should we do? We hit Laurado one more, yep. and then we'll do Clay's. You're gonna do Clay's commie. I'm gonna do happy ending. And man, I tell you no. what, Clay, if we don't get too windy, we're gonna have you out of here early, like you needed. To I know that'll be okay tonight. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> okay. Hey, wait a minute. All you people who don't like ghost guns. Nasty person. <laughs> there, you there you go. I love it. I love it. All right, here we go. The last advertisement of the night from our great sponsor, Lower Auto. We're at Lower Auto Repair. They're located at 309 South Washington Street in Bismarck, North Dakota, or give them a call at 701-258-6308. The team of mechanics at Lower Auto can tackle any problem your vehicle is having, and when you do business with Lower, you can be assured you're doing business with the Pro Second Amendment America First Repair Shop. There's plenty of other auto repair shops in the Bismarck Mandan area, but why take the chance of patronizing a shop that might not have your beliefs at heart? Make no mistake, Lauer Auto is your Pro Second Amendment repair shop. When you talk to the guys at Lauer Auto, don't forget to tell them you heard they're a sponsor of Guns and the 701 and that you appreciate their support of our Pro Second Amendment, Pro North Dakota, live stream and podcast. That's Lauer Auto Repair, 701-258-6308, located at 309 South Washington Street, Bismarck, North Dakota. If they could just see what we're doing during the yeah. commercial break. Right? <laughs> oh, so anyway, yeah, if you're listening, um, you got in late, or if you're just listening to the podcast, yes, that audio is going to get adjusted so it doesn't sound like I'm talking to a tin can. So Yeah, we'll get it worked out. <laughs> One quick question before we go in here. Uh, yeah. Jay Titan, he goes, J.D. or Clay, have either of you been in a situation where you have had to pull your firearm out for your safety or came close? Uh, I'll go first. Yeah, three times I've done it. And uh, – it's a decision uh, that you make very quickly. Um, I'm glad it did. I'm glad it took care of the situation because once you do that, 
you've committed, okay? If you've pulled your firearm for personal defense, I hope that you have made the decision that you are going to shoot that person. Now, whether you shoot them to, uh, you know, put them down permanently or whether you do it just to eliminate the threat, that there is a big difference. I'm not out to kill anybody. I don't want to kill anybody. But I will use lethal force if it's required. And that's something you won't know until you're in the situation. But, yes, there was three times, and, and luckily I didn't have to. But I would have. I definitely would. I did not have to fire. And yeah. I'm glad. I I personally never have pulled it. There's been a couple times that I was on the verge of it, and I never did. But, uh, you know, haven't had to yet. I mean, if I do, and, and to be honest with you, Clay, if I got to shoot somebody who I'm, I think is going to, you know, seriously injure me or my family or any of my friends it, it wouldn't bother me because if you're gonna if you're going that far that i have to think that i need to pull right. that out and if i have to use it then I'm, I'm i'm not gonna feel a whole lot of sorrow for you because you brought that shit on yourself if it happened so and that's why we worked so hard in the state of north dakota on the stand your ground mm-hmm. bill which it would change names and, and ben came out with a with a bill that we knew could pass yeah, you get a little man yeah, he's just a little man. <laughs> you should have been in there on the testimony. J- Jamie was there with me, and so was uh, a lot of people. Marty yep. were Bob. I mean, there was Marty Beard was there, yeah. yeah. But I think so uh, Raheem some... was there doing it too, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. We got a great picture. And Bob, uh, all of us um, Bob, Bob, sorry, Bob, yeah, Bob Wheeler was there. And there may have been one or two. Other, but put it this way, we, we outnumbered the opposition on it. Yes, we, we I think did. we got somebody on the online thing in opposition of it, and then that guy from the North Dakota Catholic Church. I mean, very oh, annoying yeah. gentleman. Very annoying guy. <laughs> he didn't like of... what I had to say to him afterwards. No, he, <laughs> didn't, he probably didn't like a lot of stuff that was being said in there. But, but the, the testimony that those in opposition gave, it was the same rhetoric. And mm-hmm. the Catholic uh, lobbyists there, and I don't care what religion you are, I'm just, he was the Catholic lobbyist. Yeah, he was. I don't care if you And he spouted off all kinds of things about morality and things and that we, sh- we aren't the judge and we aren't the jury and, and you know what? I can reference many things in the Bible as well that that we did use lethal things so, that happened. So whatever. Clay, before I forget, I gotta just I just remembered something he said that me and Marty talked about this before. I think too. He said like if you were in a park, you know, if you're in a park and you think there's a gang of people there and they're gonna they're gonna beat you and cause he goes just just like go go over walk in and step into the into the bathroom there in the park and hide from them. And I'm like, uh-huh. yeah, that'd be the best thing you could do. Go in the bathroom and like five guys walk in there and beat the living shit out of you. I'm like, dude, can't. That, that guy's never so much has been slapped in his life. No, he has no, no. clue about reality. That's the worst None. thing you could do. No, hey, I'm gonna hide in here, and then they're all going in there. Where are you gonna go now, buddy? I can tell you right now, if I was a Catholic and I would have heard that guy testify, first thing I'd have done when I went to, to any of the meetings that they hold is I, I want that guy gone. That guy is not no. on the side yeah, of freedom. Yeah. He is not. He's a liberal yeah, he... Democrat, and you need to get rid of him. <laughs> Yeah, he was, I mean, he was pretty, in my opinion, he seemed pretty arrogant, but, but whatever. very much. But like I said, he, I made him speechless when I had what I had to say to him afterwards. <laughs> All right, Clay. Anyway, but yeah, that's a whole nother thing. Let's, uh, let's hit Clay's commie companies here. You, you know, you want me to hit it or are you going to hit it? Yeah, go ahead and hit it. All right, here we go. There we go. <laughs> get a kick out of myself. <laughs> People are right. like, my God, is he going to play the whole Russian national anthem? No, no we're going to get that down a little <laughs> bit. So, 
So, guys, uh, I try to actually try to keep these kind of local if I can, especially when I know. And I was mm-hmm. thinking about not doing it tonight because and then Jamie and I were talking. I was, oh yeah, it, you know what's you know what's sad? There's so many, and it's so easy to do. Yeah, it is. It is. And this one happens to be in Bismarck, North Dakota. Um, it doesn't surprise me. A lot of uh, different places like this in different towns have the same policy, and it, it's very uh, frustrating. Even though they don't know how to enforce it, obviously, because I've carried in this facility many, many times, uh, just as bad as Buffalo Wild Wings right there. In, yep, you're in an MVE. You're an MVE. MVE. But <laughs> this week's proud commie company of the week is the Kirkwood Mall. <laughs> you got the hammer Bismarck. and sickle on there. Love it. <laughs> For the podcast, I got the hammer and sickle there. afterward. And being I know Target is, is also a commie company. Oh, yeah. I went ahead and added them, being there in the Kirkwood Mall. And uh, so I got to show you guys something. Basically, Kirkwood Mall, and just like Minot is the same way up there, they have, I want you guys all to see this. I'm going to bring it up here. Right there. Right, I don't know if you can see it, but carrying number 14, and this is in their welcome and their prohibited things. Carrying or displaying weapons of any kind, except those carried by the authorized law enforcement officers or security personnel in the performance of their duties and by security officials specifically permitted by shopping center management. So that's what's in their rules. And a funny one I see here is fishing, swimming, or boating without prior written approval from the <laughs> shopping center. What the hell does that mean? I'm trying to figure out where you're going to go, fishing, swimming, or boating. Yeah. Hey, man, can I, where are you going pontoon today? I thought I dropped the pontoon in a Target and have some fun. It's nice. I just, yeah. I was like, really? <laughs> anyway, so they get the award of commie company of the yes, week. Yes, they uh, do. They don't allow to carry, especially uh, if they know you're doing it, I suppose. Uh, I have never really carried. I've never carried openly in there. I mean, I've actually talked to the the years, like, I'm going to say like 10 years ago, I talked to them. I called there now to talk to the manager. Mm -hmm. And this guy was, I guarantee this guy was a liberal. He was just shocked when I said that I don't want to carry. Why would you want to do that? (laughs) So what am I supposed to do if I'm in there and somebody starts shooting? Yeah. You know what he said, Clay? Ah, North Dakota, that ain't going to happen here. Oh, really? Really? Well, oh, tell that I guess guy, he didn't hear about Fargo. People huh? in Fargo, I guess, huh? Wow, I mean, Fargo. That's not happening in Bismarck, though. Really? I mean, I can tell you right now, it was a motel, and it was in Minot, and that's where, outside of that motel, where I had to pull mine. That was one of my three times that I had to pull it because I did feel that it was that much of a threat. And the guy that was approaching mm-hmm. me, there's no way. I'm telling you, this guy was huge. I think he was on something, too. And uh, I don't know what he planned to do, but he didn't have a – you know how you see that blank stare in someone's eyes? That He had a blank stare of death as mm-hmm. far as I was concerned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was having none of it, and I, I was wearing my Glock that night particularly. So don't tell me it can't happen in North Dakota. It can, it's happening more and more often, but I don't yeah, understand right. these. Uh, Why could you liberalize your gun laws here, Clayton? Yeah. yeah <laughs> I just I don't even understand the concept. It, it's foreign to me because nah, me either. to me it's the safest place in the world. If you have people like you and me, who understand how to use a firearm. We do carry all the time and I can actually fire accurately. Uh, I mean, everyone listening here, I mean, I get, I guarantee you, Eric Newman and Keith O'Donnell and Dan, we know Dan Brown can shoot. Yeah. You look at all these people here that shoot. Wouldn't that be an asset 
that would have to be an asset. And I'm not, I don't carry mine because I'm, I'm looking for, yeah. Hey man, I want to be a big hero and, and do, no, I'm not doing no. that. First and foremost is, is my family and myself. And if I got to do it, I mean, yeah, I'm confident. I, I can use it out to a pretty good range, but, mm-hmm. but you know, and, uh, but and, and just carrying a gun doesn't guarantee your safety, no. but I gear, well, I'll tell you this much. If somebody Definitely has one, you your odds. Yeah, you damn sure improve your odds because if they have one and you don't, then you're, oh, what if they have an AR-15, J.D.? Well, Clay and I have had many stories already. The most um, uh, recent one, I believe, was Eli Dickin in Indiana in the mall. The guy had his AR-15. I don't know what he shot, two or three people. Uh, Mr. Dick in there took this dude out at 40 yards with his carry pin. That's, by the way, that mall, guess what policy they had? No guns. No guns. This is what I don't get. If you have that policy, what does the criminal who has every intent on killing as many people? And think about this. That was also a soft target because of the mm-hmm. policy, but it wasn't as soft as the previous place they were planning to hit. Um, Just think now, Clay, if, if, if the guy and Eli Dickin would, would have followed the mall policy. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's stopping the guy. The guy with AR to killed freaking 10, 15 people. And by God, exactly. he'd have done it if he had a shotgun too, if you think it's like just said, the AR. He picked it because of a soft target. Yep. And uh, so was his head compared to a nine millimeter bullet. Sure was. <laughs> yes, it was. It looked, like, it looked like some of them not watermelon. his brain out, out just like his lung. <laughs> it's a lung blower. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Kirkwood Wall and Minot one's the same way up there. And it, mm-hmm. ironically, they both have sh- well, maybe mine not don't anymore. I think they do. Isn't that where the Shields all sports store? I mean, I'm pretty sure firearms? Shields. I'm, I'm maybe not 100, but I'm thinking it is. It's where Minots used to be located, and I know the one in Bismarck is located at the Kirkwood mm-hmm. Mall. So you can't have it both ways. I um, mean, I walked in there without even carrying a gun in my case, taking a bet. I mean, so I don't, yeah. I don't know what their policy is. Maybe Shields is just like you know they got a policy. We don't give a shit about it. We're Shields, so. Well, I would hope they wouldn't have a policy. They should actually invite people to carry. They sell firearms. Gun gun department there. I'm going to ask them just because I'm curious. Uh, Now I'm curious too. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, I don't go to the mall much anymore. If I do, it's only to go to Shields. Yeah, me too. Like the regular mall. I don't. I mean, Christmas, my wife's like, let's go Christmas shopping. And I'm like, any place in your serve beer so I can get the hell in there and wait for you or what? <laughs> Is there even any place like that in the mall anymore? Yeah, they got that, um, I think it's a Japanese place. Out. My, aunt, oh. my aunt and uncle were actually back in and we met my other aunt and uncle there from town here. It was actually mm-hmm. pretty cool in there. It's kind of over by Target, actually. But yeah, okay. they serve, I don't know. Well, I got some news Sapporo for the Kirkwood Mall people. I don't know how long you've had this policy. I really don't give a shit, don't care. <laughs> I've carried in there every time I've been in there, usually concealed. I didn't even know you had the policy. And I will continue to. I really don't care what you think. And I, it's not illegal for me to carry in there. The only thing you can do is if you saw me, you can ask me to leave. Right. That's all you can do. So, you know, KMA, I don't really care. I'm going to carry. And I'm going to carry in these businesses. I really don't give a crap about your policy and never will. I got a good uh, one-off show here, Clay. A great one for your commie company next week. It's okay. Okay. All right, Ooh. anyway, Clayton. Uh, I got to so... put this up here. Eric just <laughs> chimed in. He says, Shields tried to carry my ammo out once. He says, I declined and carried it out. Really? Really? I, Man, I've never done that to me. So I, I've never had that happen there. I can Must honestly say Must have been an FNG. <laughs> I haven't been in there a long time. I really haven't. Not because of me. any reason. I just, there's other yeah. places I go. Man, I, I like Shields. Usually, 
You know, usually oh. in the morning if I swing in somewhere, it's it's running. So Shields isn't open, but I like people to run right. too. So I do too. So uh, JD J Titan, one quick thing is I have two situations that I probably would have pulled. Luckily, didn't have my firearm on me. One involved a reckless driver who charged at my truck's back door where my son was sitting in his car mm-hmm. seat. Well, I, mean, it's, I don't know what the laws are in Georgia, but if somebody tries that here, and I mean, that's that's grounds as far as I'm concerned. If they're going towards your damn kid, for sure. In North Dakota, it would be a gray area. Right, we haven't got right, that law they, perfect. They tried to pass that here, actually, where like road rage seems because Florida passed and they tried. I think mm-hmm. it actually got beat here last time. It was one of them in committee, I thought, that didn't. I think you're right. Just now, let them punch your window out. I mean, if it's your if it's your big guy and, you, and your wife gets her face beaten, at least you didn't shoot somebody. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, great. Now Texas has the perfect one, and we did an article. We did a segment on that. I mean, mm-hmm. the guy got his vehicle stole. He tracked the guy down. That was awesome. The guy pulled a gun, and uh, he he assumed room temperature uh, at that point because in Texas you have the oh, right to use lethal force yeah. if you're threatening yourself, your family, or your property. And property mm-hmm. means your vehicle means anything, and Texas don't mess around. And of course, there were no charges fired filed on that. Now, I will tell everybody this: in North Dakota, if you pull on someone and you shoot them, you got a really good, strong chance now with the changes in the law that mm-hmm. you will not see anything happen to you. But right. I have no doubt they will charge you. They are going to charge you with manslaughter at the very least. I have no doubt, depending on. Depending on the county you're in, I'd say if you're gonna do it, do it in Stark County. They got an awesome sheriff over there, and he's mm-hmm. not—he's uh, not gonna call that uh, homicide or manslaughter. But uh, some of these other counties, I just expect it. Just so you guys know, expect it. But still, it's better to be alive than dead. So before I go into my happy ending, I'll say this, Clay: I—I've never pulled a gun on anybody, and I have well had one pulled on me twice, and I can tell you this. Uh, <laughs> it was twice by pri- private citizens and once by, by it was actually the game and fish department deputies. Um, I stopped in my tracks. I didn't, that was the end of what I was doing that they didn't yep. like. And I, I mean, one time it was probably deserved for sure. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, one of my buddies is with me. I mean, he, he'll verify it, but, but being on the other end, you, it took care of the situation, didn't it? It'll, it'll, it'll make your ass pucker for sure, I can tell that's you that. That's right. And that's the three Both times two I did shotguns it. Shotguns and, and, and the deputies, I, I don't remember. I think we were 11th grade or 12. We tried to outrun them, and when we stopped, they, <laughs> the, the game and fish pulled their guns. They were revolvers or, or, or semi-automatics, one of the two, but they took our beer and left, and they let us go, I can tell you that. I can tell you though, the three times I did do it, it took care of it. It diffused it. It was done. The yeah. same reaction as you probably had. It, it was. It got real, real right there. Yeah, yeah. It was well, a real situation. Was, and, yeah. Uh, Before they were shotguns were pulled, we thought we were pretty, pretty tough son of bitches. And when you know, when you see the barrel, looks like it's about as big around as it can <laughs> when it's aiming in your direction. So yeah. Yeah, anyway, is. I'm glad I didn't get shot. And, you know, I did a lot of asshole things when I was a kid. So younger guy. So, you know, probably well, deserved. Anyway. Uh, Eric said it was pistol rounds and it was a young gal behind the counter. Yeah, I probably uh, didn't know what she was why. doing. And, My and dad said pistols are bad. <laughs> yeah, so, all all right, right. Here we go. Yeah, baby. It's happy ending anthem right there. And speaking of pulling guns on people, here we go with the happy ending, Clayton. 
Oh, okay. This one going to take us to, uh, you know, people in Kentucky might get mad. They, I think it's Louisville. They say Louisville. I think Louisville. it looks to me like Louisville. it says Louisville. Just like Oregon's Oregon, not Oregon. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, according to a news release uh, from Indiana State Police, which borders Kentucky, uh, the Washington County Sheriff's Department said the incident started around 6.30 p.m. Monday in the 7700 block of Oregon, not Oregon, Oregon, Oregon. play, mm. or your, your, you know, your liver or something, Springs yeah. Road in Salem <laughs> when officers responded to a 9-11 call. Police said officers found 45-year-old Michael Chastain in the front yard with a gunshot wound. He was taken to St. Vincent Hospital in Salem where he was pronounced dead. Investigators said Chastain drove through the yard Grabbed the homeowner. <laughs> this is gonna get good right here, Clay. Forced him to the ground and pointed a gun in his head. And this is this is what I like right here. I'm not sure my, my wife could pull this off. My my youngest probably could, but the homeowner's <laughs> wife saw it happen, pulled her own handgun and shot Chastain in the head from distance. <laughs> Headshot him, man. Headshot. Uh investigators <laughs> with the Indiana State Police told WDRB. TV news that Chastain is well-known in the area. Oh, Clay, you're not going to guess this. And he has a criminal background. Mad, he dated the mad. homeowner's daughter, which um, in my well, mind is telling me he went over there and tried to get tough with his with his dad, and the dad stood nope. up, so he put a gun in his head. Uh, but she no longer lives at the home, so police aren't sure why he targeted her father. We do, but guess what, Clayton? It doesn't matter now because Mr. Chastain – Got the out on the right end of of uh, the the happy ending story this week on guns in the seven hundred one. And uh, he has assumed room temperature. And no, <laughs> you know what? World's better off without a guy like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And if somebody ever my daughter's ex boyfriend ever puts a gun to my head, I hope somebody here in the house can uh, take a headshot on him. Oh, and then you mentioned your youngest. I guarantee you, my youngest would do it. <laughs> Man, you see how he can shoot. Yeah, especially if he got that uh, PMR in his hand. Man, I forgot about <laughs> shooting out of Doug's. That thing's freaking money. I like that. We went out and shot it here again over the weekend. And he, you know what? He hasn't shot it for a little bit. Doesn't matter. He's still right on. Of course, yeah, I mean, it's 14 years old and he quick he, reflexes and uh, he just. You retain just, them skills a lot easier when you're younger once you yeah, learn. Yeah, he does. <laughs> I got a couple of things here. Jay Tiggins, just like you said, Clay, I do not want to hurt anyone, period. But if I pull, it means the other party really effed up. And that's yep. right. Uh, if, I've, if I've pulled my firearm on you, you got to sit back and ask yourself, what did you do? Because I don't take that lightly. And uh, mm -hmm. I know when I was actually doing a few things and doing some seminars, I said, if you pull, I guarantee you, you better have already decided you're going to use it. Because if you pull it with no intent to really use it, then you could get yourself into trouble. You need well, to be willing to do it, and it's tough to make that decision. You still want to bow up when you got a gun in your face, and yeah, man, that's then and you get end. shot. If somebody pulls one on me, I don't care if I'm in the right or the wrong. I'm I'm not gonna. Well, and I mean, I unless I think I'm gonna die either way, then I'm gonna do something. But the idea is to eliminate the threat, and what force is needed. Each situation is gonna be different. Yeah. I mean, maybe you shoot him in the leg, and that takes care of it. Maybe no, I'm need... not ever doing that. That's <laughs> going to be a mission. Maybe you need two to the chest, and that takes care of it. Or, as this gal did, 
walk over one of yeah, the head. Yeah, no yeah, I mean, more issues. If I got to shoot somebody, it's because I think they're, yeah. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Clayton, let's get a little uh, PR going here. We'll just get, we're going to be out here at 830. We got five minutes. Yep. Let's do it. You got to have dinner with the family and relatives. So I am. Yep. I'm heading in. I'm going to do one quick thing here, guys, right here. It is. Uh, this is the AR-10. It's a Noreen. It's chambered in a 30-odd six. Been Cerakoted with black Cerakote. Got stainless steel and plates. They've been engraved by a Engraving, $20 a ticket. We're over half sold out. Tickets are $20 each. And you I guys, got some. Come get me. Jamie's got some. I still got a few. Our Farm Bureau members have some. We will have them at the fair this weekend, Friday and Saturday. You can have that gun there, Clay, to show I'm going to have that gun there. That is. Absolutely. It'll be there. You can come take a look at it. We're going to have some guns in 701 gear, some hats, some shirts. I'll tell you what, mm-hmm. just stop by our booth. It'll be right Koozies. there by Daryl's Racing. Yep, Koozies. Daryl's Racing's pigs are going to be there. And we're going to have, what, I think three performances on Saturday and two or I mean, on Friday and three on Saturday. So I, I, it's somewhere in there. So, yeah, stop in. If you're in Carson, North Dakota, guys, it's a great fair. Saturday is the big day. They got the parade. They got an awesome. I'll tell you what, they got probably one of the best car shows for a little town that I've ever seen. It's really mm-hmm. And uh, my youngest is going with me, so that'd be kind of fun. Awesome, man. Love it. So, yeah, that's my quick uh, – and then don't forget the gun show in Mobridge, South Dakota, coming up September 9th and 10th, right downtown there at their little civic center and talk to uh, Gene Cox. He'll get mm-hmm. you set up. And uh, 10 bucks to get in, that's pretty cheap. Don't forget to look behind Gene and, and comment on that nice banner he's going to have hanging there, too. Beautiful banner there. going to be a big, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, big fantastic – just going to be the best listen banner. it's the best banner in the upper midwest i've seen it clayton <laughs> peterson i talked to him at the rally <laughs> yeah so anyways all right like i said earlier every friday 7 40 a.m mountain 8 40 a.m central clayton and i are on uh, mitchell in the morning kfyr 550 a.m you can also listen to that on iHeartRadio, and clay simulcast that baby on on facebook and youtube and if you miss that, you can catch uh, you can catch a replay of it on on iHeart. Um, I think Clayton, this Jesse Ross vet's going to be on there again this week, yep. so it's just probably going to be just me and Clay me getting too. windy for about 12, 15 minutes. I don't and think then we can every do Monday, it. Clay, which you're not going to be there. I heard this Monday. Why don't you tell everybody about that? In the crosshairs, I'll be out uh, rounding up yearlings with the Kling Ranch. Uh, it's something I look forward to every year uh, to go and do. I, I just. I don't want to miss it. He's got 2,000 head. I, you know, it's usually around 15, 16. 2,000 head we're bringing in and uh, be shipping them babies in the lemon for Wednesday sale. So Awesome. It's just a lot of fun. I mean, you're out probably the, the clay. What are you doing? You doing horseback or do you use a motorcycle? Yeah, four wheeler. Okay. We probably should have had. I went out, uh, let's see, what is today? Wednesday. We went out Monday morning and helped him with a few. I'll tell you, what, I probably should have had a horse down in that country. That was some rough mm-hmm. stuff, like my grandpa's place or Tomac's place when you and I went down. Yeah, the oh country. yeah, back there. At rough, rough stuff. Yeah, that looks like horse country to me. But uh, we pulled about, I don't know, there's probably a hundred and some head we pulled out of that uh, school land and brought them home, mm-hmm. got them up. They're ready to roll. So yeah, awesome. All right, yeah. So, yep. Every every uh, Monday, like Clay said, hey, um, in the crosshairs. Yep, eleven thirty a.m. Mountain, twelve thirty p.m. Central. Jay and I, Jay, Jay, I'm gonna. If you listen to this, I'm gonna have five topics since we're gonna have me and Clay there and you. Go. And I, I tell you what, I'm gonna do one of the topics for sure. I'm gonna do Clay. If I'm people are regular listeners of the show here, I'm gonna do the the number one selling guns in each category by mm. gun broker. That's gonna be one of the topics that Jay and I are gonna go over. Awesome. So, 
By the time and, I'm done, Jay's going to probably want to buy three of them. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I'm going to show you a couple of quick pictures that uh, Marty sent me here. I don't know if they must be out coon hunting, possibly, I'm guessing. There's one with oh, the family. Yeah. Look at there. Got the little yep. got the little grandson. Got the, I believe that's his daughter, isn't it? Yep, that's, that's his daughter. Age, yep. His daughter yep. And the hounds. And then, of course, yeah, Marty, he, Marty yep. loves that little kid. I know he does. So. Oh yeah, that's gonna that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a good kid right there. He's he's raising him right there. Oh right. yeah, and of course, I have to leave you guys with one more image here. If you really want to piss off liberals, just remind them that Gabby Giffords, who's a gun control crazy, she used an AR-15 shooting targets at children with a gun. <laughs> for those of you on the podcast go take a look it's looks not, like it's, justin bieber well the i went a little, little history the guy was under 18 years of age uh, oh, gang really? member. that's what this photo was i don't think oh, she knew gosh. it uh, it ended up on a target poster that was being circulated i mean this is several several i mean you're talking 20 years ago the way I, it looked like but yeah, I don't know how this photo got out. You can't even get one of them targets anymore from what well, I she understand. went to a gun range to try and prove yeah. her Second she, Amendment bona fides there before she was... Could be, but she, the way it sounded, she actually used to enjoy shooting those. Yeah, so, I wonder if her... Uh, she actually doesn't even have her finger on the trigger. I think no, she's actually got it wrapped around it. the grip and... Yep. Yeah, now, now an absolute got second, a, an absolute Second Amendment prohibitionist, yeah. Clay, and I said it on Jay's show. She said, take the guns, and they tried to correct her. She mm -hmm. said, no, I mean take all the guns. And she definitely had more than a 10-round magazine in that. And a forward oh, grip. Oh, Check that that's out. A that's a 30-round banana clip right there. Oh, yeah, that's like horrible. So I'm going to leave that <laughs> up here a little bit again. So if anyone wants to take a picture of it and share it, <laughs> share it to your liberal friends and remind them that you know the Gabby Giffords was shooting an AR-15. Yep. Oh, at Red Dot site. I mean, that's oh, for a yeah. weapon. You got a light on there. Weapon of war. What? Weapon of war. Weapon of war. Weapon so, of war. Gene Cox, she probably still does like shooting, just not the rest of us. <laughs> that's the way the elitists are, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> she probably got her own gun range. Her and Mark, her husband, Mark's a center in Arizona now, too. So they, yep. you know, millions. He's probably got his own private gun range and 12 AR-15s. Just doesn't tell anybody. No. No. All right, with that, guys. Like I said, we're gonna we're right. We're we're doing pretty good. Seven thirty, eight thirty yeah. central. So, I want to thank everybody for listening tonight. Uh, we kind of ran through a lot of things really fast. Again, go check the website out. All been all brand new design. I really like how it turned out. And you can buy stuff on it now, Clayton. And we have our store. Just go to the tap. Says got the guns and seven hundred one tap. Get that right card there. out. Get that credit card out. Everybody wanted a store. I mean, I don't know how many times I got messages yeah. and people say it. So we're it's up there. If you want some gear, go get it ordered, and it's it's really easy to do now. We're working with pros, pro freedom sites, mm -hmm. and we. I sent a little uh, email off to Square. I, I I'm not going to share it with nobody. Uh, Jamie saw <laughs> That's it. That's pretty but, good. Yeah. I think I made my point. Yeah, trust me, everybody <laughs> listening would love it because I, I I was laughing reading it. Clay didn't hold back on it. He gave them exactly what they deserved. Exactly so. what they needed, didn't they? Yeah. So. Yeah. There was a few choice words in there. Well, I hit the wrong thing here. Hey. Anyway, with that, guys, I want to thank everybody tonight for listening and join us again Friday morning, 7.40 a.m. on the mountainside and 8.40 on the central side, KFYR 5.50 a.m. radio with Mitchell in the morning. And, of course, Monday we have In the Crosshairs with J.D. and Clay, but Clay will be gone Monday. KFYRplus.com. Um, KFYRplus.com. And again, like I said, check out our website, gunsonthe701.com. Until then, guys, keep your powder dry. And remember, only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs>
<laughs> See you guys later. See you guys later. Thanks for tuning in.